I picked up my ukulele. Well, technically, my what? daughter's. I'm already I, bored. I've been. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well done. You're uh, one book I, of the Bible. You're tossing one book was, of the Bible. But hey, everybody! Oh, welcome to episode 185. <laughs> it's Bros, Bibles, and Beer. Hey, Zach, how's it going? Carl Lentz was just the foreplay. I just totally lost it, Andy. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Scott wow. Scooter Holbert. Hey, man. You know? No, and I know. Nothing. And we got time for know. Jeff. Jeff yeah? Pearson. I, I'm fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always disturbed by the kids in the background on that one. I know that it was meant to be intentional and inclusive, but it's always slightly disturbing. Zach yeah, collected, you know, kids well, Zach just, collected all the, the children in the neighborhood. And actual like, on, kids, <laughs> real life kids from my life. And uh, they're just hanging out in the tavern, you know? While we're singing the bar songs, you yeah, know, as one does in Hobbiton or wherever it was. You have mm. a baby in a bar. Once upon mm. a time, my buddy did this fake Christmas song and he had a bunch of kids. It sounded like they all, he got them all to sing. There's no such thing as Santa. Mm. And what he did was at first he, he's like, okay, kids. And, and we're talking like kids that could be uh, emotionally scarred if they were singing that, <laughs> that like that age. And at first he had them sing. There's no such thing as salmon. And then something like, and we all love Santa. And he had him do two takes of that. And then he just spliced them together. <laughs> so that all the kids beat up there. This like children's Dude, song of all these kids going genius. There's no such thing as Santa. <laughs> <laughs> That's genius. Yeah, it was a good move. <laughs> he protected the children. Yeah, I think he even had a little uh, PSA at the end of it. Like the, you know, the super fast talking Ben Shapiro a version voice. of no, no animals were harmed. Yes, in the production of this exactly. Movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's going on, boys? What is new in the neighborhood? Well, Jeff's trying to get me drunk right out the gate. Oh, man. did he? What did he hit you with? I couldn't Drunkenness find, is okay. a sin. I could not find anything that... So I didn't want to touch imperi- an Imperial IPA. So you got a triple IPA. And I didn't want to sour, so I can't... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I have a hop juice triple IPA from San Clemente. Shout out to Left Coast Brewing yes. Company. Yes. Very tasty. Dude, I'm drinking a Brewerage. Brewerage. B-R-O-U-W-E-R-I-J. That's how you say that? From the sewerage. That's how I've... I'm, well, now that I'm saying it out loud, I feel like that's how you say it. I'm not correcting you. I just... Um, it, I feels, see, it feels good. It, inside of you? Yeah. <laughs> it feels good to say it that way. Brewerage West. Or Brewerage West. Uh, this is the Picnic Lightning Hazy IPA. It is tasty. These guys make good beer. They have another one with a cat on it. Uh, West Coast IPA. They just they just put a really bunch good. of. It looks like there's a bunch of odd stickers all over that thing. Yeah, they just do stickers. They do the plain can with some stickers on there. Sorry, we're making the sausage on the fly. Can you bump up the or uh, unmute the board? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stand by. Stand by. We're gonna kick it off. I'll test it with something. Stand by, everybody. Test it with something good. It's been a while since we played a couple of uh, these things. Hey, Scott, are you moving? Yeah, let's see what happens. You got more volume on that? Yeah, every time I struggle harder with that word. <laughs> it's been a long time since we had the soundboard. All right, we, we need to do some compression to balance these things out, huh? <laughs> All, right, well. All right. That's good. <laughs> okay. Soundboard is operational. Thanks, uh, listener, for putting up with us with a little production. Scott's drinking air. Yeah, I'm dry. Dry for the foreseeable near future. Not even like water, Dang. right? Just yeah, totally Water's, dry. Water so bad yeah, for he's you. Sa- he's saving everything. That's next level. Yeah, yeah. He's waiting for the apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, you can't, no, you can't waste any water Dude, right now. You, you, <laughs> how much do you have saved? How many cartons of water do you have? The first rule is there, is there such thing as cartons of water? The first rule of carton water saving is you don't, don't talk you don't about, talk don't about, talk about, about carton water saving. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Scotty, you do look. A little more trim in the face, even I can tell. It's been like two weeks since I've seen you in the face. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I've. Uh, well, I had uh, I had gout mm-hmm. again. Oh, that's right. Bad flare up, and it it lasted a couple of weeks, and then so I was like, well, I got to do something about that. And you so did. So I stopped eating carbs, and it went away. And yeah, well, it still hurts a little bit, but. Carb, like, because your body turns carbs into sugar, and then yeah. sugar is like a, one of the main factors in Oof. gout and causing okay. gout. So I cut out 
almost all carbs for the last, you know, like two weeks. And okay. you feel great and you and you're yeah. looking great. Thank you. Good Thank job. You. Thank you. Good job, Scott. Ladies, if you're single. <laughs> I did I did definitely if <laughs> you're the single. words out of my mouth. I um I did see I was at Whole Foods and I did see a gout remedy in the homeopathic. I was oh. looking for mushrooms. Um like you at, know at a, edible well, well that doesn't that legal, doesn't answer the question yes. for your but, uh, for your salad. You know, yeah. a little lion's mane, maybe uh what's another one? Tiger's tail. Chaga, tiger t- tur- there's a turkey tail. Yeah. Panther paws. Panther paws. Anything illiterate, illiterate, mm-hmm. illiterate, and yeah. And I stumbled across a gout remedy that I large cats. You know, it was in homeopathic, so take that for what it's worth. There's a lot of there's some good stuff in there, and and, and, and copious amounts of quackery as well. Tiger's yeah. milk made. Ti- yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. Rub this so, gel behind your ears. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Uh, to get us started tonight, and we'll see where it takes us. Uh, I I proposed the question. Uh, the other week on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at Bros Bibles Beer, and I will say we haven't we don't post a lot there, and so I think we're a little neutered in our reach. And every time I post on Facebook, it's like, hey, we'll boost it. We'll give you an extra twenty bucks if you give us fifty right now. <laughs> and I'm just like, just f you, Facebook. It's like either show it to people or don't. So like four people get it, but regardless, I posted the question: If you're on a desert island. Or wherever, whatever scenario you're at where you only can pick one book of the Bible, which which book would that be and why? And um, if you had got the opportunity to kick one book out of the Bible, which one would it be and why? And uh, got a couple responses and you guys have been chewing on this a little bit, hopefully. So let's get it started. Listen to that unnecessary dog baritone, ba- solid baritone voice. It's been so long. If I do say so myself. All right, read it and weep. All right, here we go. We go first to Instagram at Bros Bibles Beer. Hoodmum at Hoodmum on Instagram said, "Revelation and Isaiah final answer. No reasoning." Now, I will just assume... Wait, Revelation keep, keep in? Revelation. She keeps Revelation. I say she because I know this person. The mum part gives it away too. Um, well, you never know these days, Andy. I'm just I'm a respectful individual. And Maybe it's like be quiet in the hood. So yeah, I started with which book would you keep? And yes. then the second was which would you remove? So if we go by that logic, she keeps Revelation and she removes Isaiah. And wow. is the equation, by the way, you can only have one book. Yes. For the rest of your life. I yeah. wish. I would have accepted. There was some exclamation. Is the one kept? Oh my God. I would. Too. I wow. Think, didn't see that coming. And, and so, yeah, if she. I really did that. Went strict with the question. Maybe she meant to keep Isaiah and get rid of Revelation, but let's just go with she's getting rid of Isaiah. She's, Which is, that's the curious part to me. Um, well, actually, they're both curious, and I'm definitely curious on the reasoning, um, but it wasn't given. I would accept. Um, caveats or like honorable mentions, you know, if you wanted to mix a couple in there, but uh, kudos to you for just answering directly. Appreciate yeah. that. Now, now just to clarify the question, right? Yeah. Uh, if we're going to, of what books out, what books in? I want to yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Scott. Uh, these is, these, <laughs> these is, have a thesis. Yes, these. Uh, this, these are just, this would be a book that we're just going to read over and over. We're not talking like a, it's not a question of the canon of scripture. It, All Bible it's the is only, gone. It's the only stand. book you have access to. Okay. For yeah. whatever reason. Which yeah. by the way, seems now redundant. Why would we get rid of one? We just got rid of 65 others. To make sure everybody knows this is one I really hate. Oh, that, okay. Yeah, that makes yeah, more yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People can identify. We can hate love with each other. That's good. Certain books. You're all kicked out and Andy, yep. burn in hell. Oh, oh. <laughs> Which book is that in? <laughs> oh, man. Only Jesus talks about hell in the New Testament, but anyway, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> all right. On to the Twitters. We got Mitch Green at Mitch A. Green. Sorry. Did we not want to say anything about them keeping revelation and uh, ditching Isaiah. 
Oh, like our opinions on it? Go yeah. for yeah. it. Yeah, do it. Rev- I chit chat. Revelation did pop in my head as as one a keeper, as the one to keep. Yeah. Mm. I give it a. We'll talk about your choices later, Scott. On the next. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this one deserves a four out of five. Huh. <laughs> yeah, the Isaiah. I mean, Isaiah is long, so maybe it's a length thing. Like it's just too much. Get it out of here. Uh, yeah. um, There's other books of Psalms could be. Aren't there like 69 chapters or something of Isaiah? Wow. 66. Yeah. I was close. Gross. And Isaiah is a pretty important book. Or beautiful. Um, Why? A lot of Referenced peop- a lot. A lot of, yeah. Prophecy? Yeah. yeah. Uh, prophecy of Jesus. Uh, people, a lot of scholars consider it a mini Bible. Um, Maybe that's what she meant instead. Maybe she was willing to do away with revelation. Wait, we're just, we're going to just flip the script. Did she say and... revelations or revelation, by the way, because that could be an automatic disqualification. Yeah, That's doesn't... a good question. Let's double check. Revelation. Oh, oh still in the running. Okay. Let's go to the next one. All right. <laughs> Mitch green, uh, Mitch a green on Twitter. Keep Ephesians. So good. So rich. Similarly, similarly, going with Philemon to remove simply because it's short. Oh, okay. Jeff, as the shortest person on Bros, Bibles, and Beer, how do you feel about that? Like, what if we were making cuts to this podcast and we were using that I think that it's reasoning? a little short-sighted. Ooh. Oh, well done. <laughs> and and you, just because, I mean, there, there's, it could be a, um, you know, pack, you know, pack a punch. In, in what you're tossing out, uh, don't don't toss me out of the podcast. I mean, even though I'm the shortest one, but the idea that pound it, for pound, just because something is inept of length, okay, <laughs> it's not about the length. It's what you do with the content of whatever we're talking about sure at this have, point. Sure, we have something on the soundboard for that. <laughs> Blasp of me of the Holy Spirit. That's close. Yeah, Philemon has some good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Any highlights? What's the What's the too long? Don't read. Um, didn't read. Of course, it's it's not that long, but yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, not that long. I, I still didn't read. <laughs> Scott, would you like me to have the court reporter read you back? Yeah, that just book? Uh, NLDR. We could probably read it in about two minutes. Not uh, long. Didn't read. <laughs> All right, and then we we have uh, Jettison Inc. Oh, nice. At Jettison Inc., who has been on the feedback section over the years a like, few times. Like Jettison Incorporated or like Jettison, I got some tattoos. Like I'm going to squirt ink everywhere onto a page in the form of a blog, no and maybe it'll be something. Ink doesn't get squirted. Continue. Well, you've never seen him write, have you? Uh, that's true. Or her. Maybe Jettison. Well, the act of Jettison. Yeah, I've gone too far. Okay, well, keep Ecclesiastes. It's such a pragmatic downer, but still totally relevant. And remove Leviticus. It's like reading a Cosmo Seven Ways to Please Your Man article. (laughs) It's dated, confusing, and mostly outrageous. (laughs) Seven Ways to Please Your Man. All right, bonus points for... uh... Yeah. Comparing Leviticus to Cosmo. And if you haven't read his blog, it's like retelling the Bible at his own pace, working in as many modern pop culture references as possible. It, it can be very entertaining. And also some of the references you're like, dude, I don't know what you're talking about anymore, but it sounds entertaining. Well done, Jettison. Any, any uh-huh. thoughts? I actually like Ecclesiastes makes my honorable mention. It's not, it didn't get the one to keep, but uh, it would be one I'd be close to because of just the, the direness and the, the honest, the honesty of just like everything is shit and I don't know what to do anymore. I'll have to go back and read that. And I appreciate that that's in the Bible. Yeah, there's, uh, I guess there's not much in the way of other things uh, about God, I guess, in Ecclesiastes. It's a downer. Um, it's a downer. There's something at the very end. Scott, just the way you're talking it's, about it is a downer. <laughs> it's the most emo of all the books. <laughs> oh, for sure. Uh, well, that may be a Psalms too. Well, sections of Psalms. Yeah. And then Levit- yeah. getting rid of Leviticus. Yeah. Uh, Some of those are like I guess, pop songs though too. You know, you yeah. got like, you know, love your neighbor in Leviticus. It's kind of hard to get. 
scared of that one, in my opinion, but okay. It shows up in other places. You could, well, okay, yeah. <laughs> but we couldn't yeah. trust it unless we get, it's we get in other up. spots. If yeah. You, anyway, if yeah. I only get one. We got a lot of Le- Leviticus repeated in Deuteronomy, anyways, uh, I guess. New Testament. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. 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 Are you okay. reading it right now, Jeff? So he keeps, no, he I'm keeps Ecclesiastes. That's the one he goes for? Yeah. How much emo does he listen to? <laughs> oh, man. You Let gotta... us know, Jettison. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Mr. Ink? Okay. Or They Ink? What else do you got? We got Robert G. Francis Jr., the third. That's a lot. Um, Robert G. F. Jr. on Twitter. The triple. Keep Psalms. It has the biggest range of human emotion. Take out maybe Philemon because it's short. Oh, wow. A random number someone generator. Was, someone was cheating. More shortness bias. I, okay. think they, wow. I think they saw that and put that as well. They're like, I, what will I toss out? I'll just yeah. copy this guy. Yeah, it makes me think I, I should read Philemon. I know I've done it just so I could say to my parents, yeah, I read a book of the Bible. <laughs> This week, you I know, read it twice, <laughs> but it's been a minute. <laughs> um, and that brings me that's my answer is Psalms, that's the one I would keep, I think, with a couple honorable mentions. Uh, I was thinking about Colossians or John and Ecclesiastes. That's not fair, you got to choose one. Well, it's honorable <laughs> mention, no, all honorable mentions, okay, Psalms. And I choose that because of the humanity. I love the range of emotion. Like the guy said, he, he stole my, my brain thoughts and put them in the Twitter verse. Okay. So let's say no, so nobody's heard of the Bible and you bring the Bible to this, you know, that's the one book that's going to last forever. It's going to represent God, Jesus, um, the spiritual realms the kingdom do you believe that psalms knocks it out of the ballpark i don't care better than most why don't you care because that wasn't the question i was working with you're changing it are you asking me to answer a new question now jeff (laughs) no but but it goes to the reason of why you're i mean isn't that that that's for you personally your reason no but when you ask the question is it just a fun thing I, what I would do mm. if, in regards to your question, I might give them. Um, of, okay, sorry. I, I would give them a, acacia. Maybe say, eat some of that bush over there, and read Revelation for the rest of your life, and just like trip balls and read those images. We've lost. Uh, we've I'm, lost. Jeff. I'm just kidding. Sorry. But uh, honestly, what is your question, Jeff? <laughs> I, I wouldn't. Uh, no, no, no. I wasn't thinking like Mike. Though I'm framing Sorry. it just what, what, but what book is super important to you and why, basically. Okay. And okay. so if and obviously it sounds like, and I'm looking forward to getting to your answer. It sounds like maybe that's, that's where, not why I'm, that's what you're thinking about is like if I had one book to give to somebody to to tell them about the kingdom of God or is that where you're, where, where okay you're Zach you got me <laughs> I don't know <laughs> well anyway Psalms for me. Should we just do the ones we're keeping and then we'll go back around and do the ones we're getting rid of sure. for the four of us? Sure, that's fine. All right. Just get rid of numbers. I love the humanity of Psalms, like the, the highest highs and the lowest lows and yep. everything in between. There's a lot of honesty in there. Um, even though I don't take some of the depictions of God uh, quite as literally as, as I did in the past, um, I, I think it's very raw and honest. And I believe the writers. Scott. Yeah, probably. Uh, is this blasphemy for you to actually say this? No. Okay. Keep that theological scooter train rolling. <laughs> I'd probably go. I'd probably go. John, keep John. Scott, yeah. you just took my answer. Wait, but that was my honorable mention. No matter what you said, <laughs> you just took my yeah. answer. So you don't want to change it now? I I like I like Romans. I'll narrow it down to um, I'll narrow it down to a a chapter. Wow. On your turn. It's not your turn. Lady Lisa said hey, Romans. I'm going to have um, to. But but to answer your question of if you were to give a book away, if you if like if you had one just that you had to, that you're going to share with just people. Just toss this. Uh, Psalms will Psalms will get close. Ooh. Psalms has a lot of stuff in it that that talks about the 
different aspects of God in our relationship. Well, with God. I'm I'm yeah. honored that we're a little bit aligned, Scott, because I know the second question is going to go totally haywire, but we'll get there eventually. Eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? No, I was. Uh, I'm. I'm keeping John 100. percent That's mine. Though. I think chapter three yeah. of John took it. Oh, is. Yeah captures a great deal because Jesus is is speaking of of salvation of uh, there's so much clarity in his talk with Nicodemus that you're almost given the keys to the kingdom like it's the it's the spirit it's you follow follow me believe yeah. in me and i i i don't think that <clears throat> i mean the Book of John, I don't think you can, if you toss that, it's like, you're missing, you're missing, you're missing everything. Um, that was covered in all the, the other of John. three Gospels? <laughs> no. Um, they're, oh, wow, <laughs> you just dunked on you, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> and I would toss, and I would toss numbers. That's interesting. That's a good toss. Like, you'd oh. be juggling them? Or? Numbers, numbers is I actually started listening to it again. Like I had the guy, the narrator. What accent did you choose? <clears throat> no, nah, I just chose Morgan Freeman. <laughs> did you the Australian of, in number, honor of uh, the Hillsong? number one the book of Mark? The, the number two. <laughs> That's your Morgan Freeman. The number three. <laughs> just sing numbers. <laughs> <laughs> oh and it God. was begat number four. Came after number five. Tiny number six. Then we saw number seven. So it's getting better. Say, yours is getting better. It's okay. getting better. Yeah. So Tanya and I were my wife. Don't forget about we're reading eight. through the Bible, and we got we got to numbers. I remember this, and it was like, and the son of, and we're like, we looked at each other. We're like, do you want really want to read the whole Bible? <laughs> I think we, we skipped to, we'll come we skip back to, to this. One. We skip right, to Ephesians or something. This, this ends in divorce if that we feel fair. There are some nuggets in numbers though. They'll go, like go through those genealogies, and then all of a sudden, like this profound statement. Right. Like, Whoa, where did that come right. from? Right. But likely covered elsewhere. Yes, that's a good one. Anyway, yeah, that's a solid pull. I, I would agree with uh, dumping numbers. Now that you mention it, I would. I, I had Leviticus on my um, on my list. I would keep. The Gospel of Mark. Because it's short. Uh, academics argue that it's the first gospel and has a chance of being the most accurate of all of them. And so, That's a nice and I also took a class on it once and it was great and I really enjoyed it. So, so you're a little biased. I am a little bit biased. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of... Um, it's the one I've gone the most deep on. And if I can just mention from the what are you consuming segment of... Uh, several episodes ago, I think I mentioned the last week by John Dominic Crossan and Marcus Borg, where they're going over the Passion Week from the Triumph or the, um, you know, Palm Sunday to Easter. Yep. Um, and they're using Mark, and they're just a deep dive into the historical context, and it is rich. It's very action packed. There's not a lot of fluff in Mark. It's like. They went and did this, and then they went and did this, and they went they went and did this. So that's the one I would keep. I had th- thought about Leviticus because it feels so specific to a given time, and and there are some nuggets, but they're few and far between. But dang, when you mentioned numbers, I was like, ah, oh, yeah, numbers. Le- Leviticus <laughs> is actually a very important book. Just, I mean, uh, oh my gosh! But, but on its like on its own, where you, again, this the premise of the question is really weird because it becomes unnecessary yeah. to get rid of a book if we're just keeping one. Yeah. But and it's and maybe which one, maybe we can just moderate, modify it. Like which one do you like the most and which one do you hate the most? Well, then you get blocked by us on Twitter because you didn't a- answer the question directly. Yeah, you true. tried to change my question. Mm. Mm. It would be fascinating if you asked a thousand people this question and then you just crossed off all the ones that people tossed out and be like, what would you be left with do you think we'd be left with would Ooh, John like a be one of them like, right. a, like a ranking of like what percentage of people kept oh, the recanonization yeah, by bet, popular vote I bet <laughs> one by, of the go- by BuzzFeed BuzzFeed listicle <laughs> yes <Yeah. laughs> you'll never guess what came in fifth <laughs> 
Uh, I I would say John. If Brutal we're doing that, removal hypothetical of Bibles <laughs> books. I bet John. John is up there in the. Uh, it'd be John or maybe one of Paul's, like Romans. Lisa, her stream of consciousness was Romans, like the things she said before she really thought about it. Considered that one, and then she uh, she had other an- answers too. But I I like the exercise because it makes you think about the book in general and just like what you like, what you don't like, and. We should all challenge each other to read the book we said we would keep and then read the book we said we would ditch and by the a, next podcast. Give a book report on Full it. Full sit rep. Actual, literal yeah, book report. Yeah, now I'm back in school. Books report. Dang it. Should've, I can tell shoot, you. I should have kept Philemon. <laughs> <laughs> I love Ruth. Let me tell you guys about Ruth. I can tell That's you pretty short too, right, right now. My feedback on Scott, nodding doesn't work on podcasts. Numbers yes. sucks. It's four, yeah. four chapters? It doesn't. I mean, not in a crass way. It's just, I There's not a lot there for you. Going it's okay. bl- crazy. All right. Get rid of books. Let's go first. So you got, number, you got numbers rid of. That's what you just did. Yeah. Okay. Numbers gone. Oh, yeah. We started that already. And you kept what? John. You kept John. Oh, yeah. Especially 3-3. Three, three. We're yeah. now recanonizing the Bible. Yeah. Dude, John... No, I no, sorry, thought, not three, three. I mean, John three, chapter three. John was, by the way, Mark, chapter eleven, oh, one through three, verse one through eleven. You might want to want go and I watch. Go watch that. Jeff. Go watch that. Go, watch one. That. go uh, read on it. Um, Listen to that podcast episode. Yeah, but but John, man, he was smoking some good stuff. Um, I say in jest, but there is some. There are a few things in there that if you meditate on like what that actually would look like in reality, it's just like mind in, in the gospel of John, or you're talking about revelation gospel of John. Oh yeah. Does something specific come to mind? Well, right, right out of the gates, like the eternality of Christ separate from the physical manifest mani- manifestation uh-huh. of Jesus. Double exclamation. I deserve that. Yes. But the eterna- eternality of the Christ, just it, right out of the gates, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, the Word was with God. Mm-hmm. Um, there's other stuff in there, too. Other other stuff in uh, Colossians, too, that kind of piggybacks of this, like, eter- eternality and supremacy of Christ yeah, that's uh, pretty yeah. crazy to meditate on, with or without helpful substances. Well, it's a, when you bring that up, it's fascinating to actually watch this, uh, the Chosen series, and they actually have a moment where they talk about, like, John's trying to figure out how to write this. Obviously, they're theorizing completely, but it's like bouncing it off of a friend, a fellow apostle. Hey, Mark, what did you write? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> can i see that real quick luke and matthew like writing down furiously if looking over ch- mark's shoulder if i change six things it's technically mine and <laughs> since andy you said you you were i said oh you're biased and you're like yeah i took a class yeah one. i having watched the chosen and watched how they kind of read how they did the jesus nicodemus yeah uh i've seen that scene talking it's it's i mean it's Glorious to think, did this happen this way or even close to it as Jesus is telling a Pharisee and the Pharisee is like, I'm all in. I've seen, I've seen a miracle and you are of God. And that to me, I'm like, okay, you can't get rid of like, you cannot get rid of obviously you know, chapter three of that book, yeah, simply because it's capturing a moment in time that is spectacular and brings it brings into um, a, a lot of clarity of the of who Jesus is in the Christian life and how people are to live. Can I ask a dumb question? I'm blanking on it. I, I think I know the answer to this, but in the in that account, Nicodemus and Jesus, it's just the two of them, right? Yes. Is that, well, the born, is that the born again? Born? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Right? It's just the two of them, right? Well, uh, it's... Man, well... Man, I don't know. Um, so we only had a way there to are, find out. It, well, no, in I the... I think so. So it's supposed to be... Do you know where I'm going? 
No, it's supposed to be, I mean, it's close to the truth. I mean, the gospel is the truth, but the how they're playing it has the two in the, that, in the chosen. They have, I can't remember if it's Philip or... Is there someone else there? There's two yeah, people uh, outside okay. so, the room. So in, okay, so John, so John 3, 1 and 2. Now there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. A little more on the mic. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi. So pro, they were probably mostly alone going to him by night. So probably not a lot of people around, unless it says somewhere specifically that there were other people around. Um, that's probably why he went to him. But at that's night. just like your interpretation, man. I know. Because he's a Pharisee, and the Pharisees, uh, they were, they, uh, we're rejecting Jesus. So if other people, if other Pharisees saw Nicodemus go talk to Jesus, right. that would have been bad for he, Nicodemus. He came to talk to Jesus? Uh, yeah. Okay. So yeah. maybe it's, it. then it could be but highly likely, hold on, I'll finish it. Th- go uh, ahead. It's highly likely that John was actually in the vicinity. Potentially. Yeah. So the disciples might've been around Jesus, but, yes. yeah, yeah. but he was trying, so he was trying to hide from other Pharisees. Yes. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of like, Mostly. Uh, if, if it is just the two of them, how are we getting these and, word for word reporting? And the idea of them meeting the, and the, the idea of like, Jesus, you're going to meet with a Pharisee. We need to be around to protect you just in case out of our own. Yeah. Yeah. Whether they needed to protect you. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. My main point was just like, uh, if John is writing this, does Jesus come back and like just following the whole trail? Does Jesus come back and go, "Hey, John, guess what just happened?" Well, this is Nicodemus well, came and he not? said, this. "No, why maybe. not?" There's plenty of no, that. maybe. Yeah. I'm just trying that's to. That's how like, we got most of what, the gospels. Yeah, why? Well, that's I think that's reasonable. I'm not arguing Nicod- that. Yeah, Nicodemus could have told the disciples. I wonder. Um, another, but yeah. they could have been around too. Uh, <laughs> hallelujah. <laughs> um, and. and because uh, Mark is was not a disciple. <gasps> oh wait, no, we're in John. Sorry, <laughs> um, but well, anyway, but yeah, I mean, an example of that was Mark wasn't a disciple. He, they say he got most of his stuff from Peter. Mm. I believe is how that works. Yeah. All right. Well, yep. we got about you know some minutes left. Wow. Listen. Twenty minutes. Quick. We got some minutes. We got some minutes to go. So who hasn't said they're kicking out what? Oh, I'll I'll kick out numbers. Uh, I'll kick out Song of Solomon. Scott's getting rid of Song of Solomon because Christian erotica does not belong in the Old Testament. Yeah, if I'm by myself and reading that, it'd be a little weird. Yeah, her eyes are like doves, dude. Her neck like the mountains. I think her neck is like the hoof of a cloven beast or something. (laughs) Something like that. Sounds right. <laughs> Sounds super hot. <laughs> Would you say it like that? Yeah. I bet hey, baby, Jeff or Scott, check out with your, your dulcet tones, you could read Song of Solomon real hot. I mean, you might get some emails, Scott. Look at your sexy hoof neck. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, you want to hang oh out? Oh my gosh. And I send it to her melons. Uh, there okay, is, Andy. There, there is some grabbing a hold of that fruit. See, that, that's what the book's about. See, yeah. is is it is enjoying? Well, it has a double entendre. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of historic uh, traditional Christianity has interpreted it as an allegory for Christ's love with the, the church. church. And I feel like the more you read it on its own, that is a bit of a stretch to disarm some of the scandalous nature of the eroticism. Uh, because I, I believe it is a book of erotica for that time. Good for you. And we can make it into that. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you're proud of yourself, aren't you? Yes. Huh, look at you. All beaming and proud. You can sit down now, Zach. I am sitting. Thank God. <laughs> well, uh, so, yes, it, it, it would be, it, it's weird to go to disassociate it from actual uh, sexuality um, and then try to apply it realistically. It, it makes it makes it more real when it's actually talking about real things. Like but, it, it makes the relationship between Jesus and the church more real when it's actually talking about a real thing that humans experience. That's intimate and um, what's another word for 
um, uh, we know when you feel things. Tangible. Tangible. Yes. Yes. When you did the hand squeeze motion, that's what triggered tangible. If I were to have done the hand squeeze motion, yes. I I did. I I couldn't think of a word. It wasn't just the hand squeeze. You were doing your hands in all kinds of motions. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's so I'm not saying that's wrong. I don't have a strong position on Song of Solomon, but reading the book itself on its own, you, you got to like go back and put that on the book versus assume the writer was thinking along those lines. And, but I'm not saying that it's wrong. I don't feel like I've ever read Song of Solomon and walked away being inspired or feeling like I'm going to make any better decisions to follow Christ or love the people around me. I think it's kind of like a... Maybe love the one person around you a certain way. Yeah, just one. (laughs) That's right. It was Jeff, right? Yeah. Because it has to be someone in this room. That's the way it works. That's why I'm getting rid of it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Why do you think the decision was to put it in there? Uh, That's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Really? (laughs) We'll edit that out. <laughs> uh, I have. I, I that was no a idea. topical joke. With the, it was great. Song. I don't know. It was great. You don't think is but, because of sexuality of of us humans that that's a good thing? It could be, or I don't. I don't know what the the scholarship says on if Solomon actually wrote it. Um, but if he did, uh, then that would that could be a reason why they kept it in, and it's not. There's not. There's nothing blasphemous in there that contradicts other other parts of the Old Testament. And women have hooves on their necks. That is a thing. So Got that hoof neck. It's, mm. it's uh, verified by just a little mm. quick hoof check. Yeah. Um, yep. Hoofery. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All Pome- right. Pomegranates. What do we? You just you said numbers too. Deuteronomy. Andy? No, no, no. I agreed so with nice. I agreed with numbers. When Jeff said it, I, I had been pondering Leviticus, okay. and then he said numbers. I was like, ah, yeah. I'm going to get on board with that numbers. Okay, and that's your final answer? Yeah, that's my final answer. Which, did you get rid of one? I got I get, I get rid of Revelation. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Scott, can you give just a quick guess? Do you have any guesses on why I'm going to get rid of Revelation? Because uh, it already happened and doesn't apply to us. Oh, I didn't think about that. I didn't think you... <laughs> That's that's well, not because you say it already happened. Yeah, no, it I know, I know. It's right. what you say. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I'm gonna. I, we need to drop for when politics are incoming because there's a, a touch of politics. But don't worry, it's bipartisan. P-A-U- oh, okay. Let me take a second guess. Okay, because there's a lot of misinterpretation. Yeah, that has led to the death of uh, probably hundreds of millions of people over history of, and- of people thinking they were a part of enacting God's prophecy uh, to bring about. The New Jerusalem. Hundreds of millions? Uh, Hundreds of millions? Probably, yeah. I think, well, definitely millions uh, in the last 30, 40 years or so. 30, 40 years? Wait, wait, so I can will you back that up with a quote. One example, yeah. Whoa. Uh, from George W. Bush telling French President Jacques Chirac before the Iraq War, biblical prophecies are being fulfilled here. And that was part of, okay. that was in his mind. Now- yeah. I think presidents get too much credit for what goes on and too much blame for what goes on. I think there's a big complex behind whoever's president that is running the show. Um, so I'm not going to put the blame all on Bush, but he was on board in part because of biblical prophecies taking place. Yeah. Huh. And when you count the sanctions, that mostly hurt. But he didn't say poor, revelation. Poor women and children. Right. But I think- um, Lots of prophecy in the Bible. There, There is. Gog may gog. And so I, I am making a leap to assume a large part of it does include the the willingness to bring mm-hmm. about Armageddon so we can trigger the return of Christ. And so mm-hmm. if you include the Crusades, there's a lot of history behind people doing things for specific biblical reasons as they saw it at the time that has led to the death of innumerable innocent uh, people, yeah, the crusades are a little muddy. Yeah, I'm not saying a little, a little that, dirty. Yes, um, uh, but but it's an interesting principle that you're setting up. I, I'm not saying that there's only one cause of yeah. of those lives being lost. It's com- yeah. It's very complicated. 
you said in the Crusades they they suspected weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> yes, there was chemical <laughs> chemical attacks, <laughs> and that uh, King Richard stood yeah. at the end and said, "Mission accomplished." <laughs> and and on this the, is on the, on the top of a battleship, of a, <laughs> of a land ship, of an aircraft, aircraft carrier, yeah. uh, but that, raising his sword. But that's an interesting principle uh, that you would you would send sort of put the blame on or punish scripture because of misinterpretation how, yeah because of how well people because in my in my it. in yeah. my this is a fantasy so in my fantasy yeah. i take it out and it's never been there for all time and Shut so up, do you think that stops anybody do you think that changes any of that behavior maybe that you not. just that you just critiqued maybe not maybe or probably <laughs> Maybe not. Most likely, Most well, likely not. It, the the uh, hum- definitely the, not the way human depravity would work itself out in in terms of building empire, and that's the irony. That's that's the sad. I'm like diverting from myself a little bit. The really sad part is I believe that Revelation is a book against empire and against the the beast and Babylon, which at the time was Rome, and it could be a stand-in for Russia right now. Mm-hmm. Ukraine, depending on what they do, America, like America over time, their foreign policy, you can make an argument is a version of Babylon and, and revelation is a propagandistic document critiquing empire and the way the world works. And so that's the really sad irony is like in my heart, I believe revelation is just a crazy, beautiful book on ending the way the world gets things done, which is peace through violence, and Pax got, Romana. And you got rid of that book? And I got rid of it because wow. of the way it's been interpreted over, over time. So, which, and you also get rid of a whole bunch of evidence for 70 AD being the return of Christ, which maybe, makes it also yeah. very weird for I you. I didn't say this was easy, Scott, and I'm not <laughs> claiming that it's like a one-size-fits-all yeah. thing. And by the way, I mentioned Bush because that was the quote I had. This is- It's controversial, it, which it I goes like. Back, it goes mm-hmm. back- Many generations. He also of said you should put food, bipartisanship. food on your families. So put food I would, on your I families. Would <laughs> Revelation said he that. Also, he, uh, also said, said, he also oh. said. He also said. He also said where wings take dream. <laughs> <laughs> what was the other? What didn't he say? Democratics. Was that, was that him? He said strategery. Strategery. Yeah. And Strate- he said nuclear so many times that <laughs> now it's an official pronunciation according to Webster. It's like that is an acceptable pronunciation now because or pronunciation. <laughs> the way that you're saying pronunciation really bothers me right now. <laughs> I studied at the foot of George W. Bush. <laughs> Oh, Anyways, yeah, and I, I, I wanted to bring a little controversy. Um, but yeah, we we're landing this ship. But it could be explored later. I wouldn't mind having a a guest on that's like their thing is revelation and the various interpretations. There's some good sure. books out there, like the four views books are always kind of handy. Um Yeah. But I yeah, there it is. I think we should we should do a deep dive into do have- select parts of Revelation. Well, I mean we could do the whole been, book if you want. But are you still teaching it, by the way? Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're How's that going? It's going slow. That's probably for the best. So we just wrapped up chapter one. Oh wow! And it's been it's been a while because like every half sentence is pretty deep. Yeah, yeah, There's a lot going on. Yeah. Good luck with that. Uh, is it good is, luck with that? Is it okay to uh, should we shift to what are you consuming? Sure, let's or, do it. Do we do another round on this? No, no. I mean this this is fun. We could do more, but we got a hard. Out the hardest, kind of like Song of Solomon's, just ends on a real bang, right on a wow. Clo- you guys are going for cloven it. hoof, wow, <laughs> right on the neck of a cloven hoof. All right, oh, that's, Jeff. Jeff yeah. keeps going in and out. He's getting, maybe he's got a enlarged prostate, prostate or something. Yeah. Yeah. Scott, thank you. I've been consuming. <clears throat> well, I think I alluded to it last week. I can let the let the cat out of the bag now. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Friday was my last day working for the man mm. at, at Amazon. Rest easy, listeners. Is he shorter or taller than Jeff? This they, our Jeff. Our Jeff is that Jeff shorter Ooh, they, or taller they than might this be look, Jeff? They might be looking each other straight in the eye. Ooh, wow. We should Wikipedia. Although this. Bezos is friggin' ripped. 
Yeah. That guy's on some sauce. I remember seeing this like meme of him in 1995 and it's like, I sell books. And it's him like looking all goofy with part of his hair still there. Yeah. And then it's him looking like the Terminator in the next clip. And it's like, I sell whatever the F I want. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty much true. Yeah. No more Amazon. So listeners can rest easy knowing when you say, Alexa, Andy is not getting a notification on his phone. No, I'm not. Uh, though this Alexa device is about to go off. Uh, I'm going to see if I can take care of that. Uh, yep. So after five years, moving on. Wow. But it's been a good five years. It's and been heading a great five to? Years. The Google machine. Mm. So great. now I'll be checking up on everybody's search history. <laughs> one, <laughs> dude, it's worse. <laughs> from one, from one uh, NSA yeah, I was gonna say, think I, tank to another one. Yeah. I continue to be <laughs> employed by the NSA. Uh-huh. Or you could say Beast System. Beast System. Ooh. Ooh. Let's nice. start a company. Beast uh, System. Yeah. So uh, for no other better reason than um, it's a good time to, to take a look at solving new problems. That's all. Grateful. Well, congratulations. You had a good run there and it was uh, upward and onward for you. Andy. Yes. Yep. Congratulations. And I'll be sending your search histories to your significant others. Oh, I'm safe then. <laughs> 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 We're consuming, Jeff. Welcome back. Lock picking and <laughs> yeah. MREs. Hey <laughs> Scott, let's go to you. What are you consuming? Yeah, Scott. Uh, pretty much what Andy just said. Uh, I did say what I was consuming, by the way. Oh. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you but you took your you time. The that question. was your that was time. Your time no, man. I'm sorry. Are you reclaiming your time? I'll just say uh, Walking Dead. Continue. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, did you start it over? No, but I picked up where I left off, and I had to do a little bit of like fudging of the connections, but I'm in season eight now of 10. Ooh. I didn't realize it went on for 10. I got through, I think, five or six. The first couple were some of the best Ooh. TV I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. If it wasn't so gory, I think my wife Lindsay would love it because of the survival aspect of it. She's but they make such effing terrible decisions. They make terrible decisions in there, and I do mm. not understand how they are constantly surprised by zombies from behind. Yeah, I know. In <laughs> wide open spaces. And where does Rick get all this forty-four ammo? Just this so much unending like, forty-four ammo. Yeah. Hey, if I well, got maybe it's three fifty-seven. If I, I got know. to choose ten people. That I would would be in my survival squad. I'm just gonna say you guys were in it, would be in it, but Lindsay would definitely be in it. Oh, like, we're talking real people. Yeah, real people in yeah. like the world is ending. There are zombies. Yep. Uh, Lindsay would be an uh, addition to any group that would make them better. That's a good move. Mm. So yeah, Walking Dead. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm knee deep in this. Uh, Food shortages and all this other stuff that's going on. So. It's terrible. What's There's that mean? No food on the shelves that or translate anything. translate to? Uh, first rule of food shortages. Don't what? talk about food Who's shortages. Don't talk about food shortages. Okay, that doesn't work. What about the uh, talk a little <laughs> bit about food yeah. shortage. <laughs> second rule. No, man. Just, <clears throat> just thinking about the what's going on and how that could potentially impact me and people around me and what I could do to mitigate those mm. potentialities. Um, especially now since, you know, having resources and things are still available to potentiality a, for things to not get juicy because there's nothing to juice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't find the button. There it is. <laughs> potentiality to get juicy. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. So that's okay. that's what I'm, and I every time and then I, wa- I put on a new video, I'm like, man, I should I should move on to a new topic, but it's just it's kind of fun. But the YouTube's keep serving it up. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. I gave up YouTube for Lent. Yeah, I gave up YouTube for a whole week for Lent, and it was great. Then you gave up Lent for Lent. And then I, no Lent, I I never do anything for Lent. Mm. Jeffrey. Sorry, I stepped out. Are we? What are you consuming? Uh, I consumed the second season of The Chosen and Jordan Peterson's n- newer um, talks on Christ and God and a little bit of his revelation mm-hmm. on life, which was really fun to listen to and ponder the thought. It sounds fun. 
<laughs> yeah, what, sorry. What, what happened? I took my, I took my, I'm sorry. I took my headphones on so, like, or off so oh. I did not listen to myself. Hey, guys. We listen to Jordan Peterson. Holy oh. crap. Wow. Some great, great listens. Uh, is that? Can I say that? And I got a little teary-eyed. You just did. Uh, <laughs> and also The That's Chosen good. Season 2. It's fantastic. I would tell anybody out there, go go and listen. Download the app and uh, watch the two seasons that they have up of The Chosen. It's fantastic. Brings the Gospels to life. All right. Thanks, guys. Well, I got some things that I forgot what they were that I had chambered for tonight, but I did start. I picked up my ukulele. Well, technically, my what? daughter's. I'm already I, bored. I've been. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well done. Uh, but I, I was, I was. Here's some, another song about the sand, <laughs> <laughs> or about love, and a really sweet song that is in the jerk tonight. And, you belong to me. Yep. And uh, another song about coconuts. <laughs> <laughs> but I did, uh, I did start to learn um, tonight. You belong to me. As played by Steve Martin and sung by Bernadette Peters. Oh man! In the Jerk, and I'm, and also we will be consuming to? the Jerk because it came to mind, and I told I told my girls I'm like we got to watch the Jerk, and so I was telling them about it, and we just ran out a little bit of time last night before uh, bedtime on a school night. Otherwise, we would have consumed it. But I was working on on this thing. It's such a sweet song. So with that, at Bros Bibles Beer on all the socials, Bros Bibles Beer at gmail.com. Andy, they can leave us a voicemail where anchor.fm slash BBB pod. Click on the button that says message and send us a message. Or of course, Scott at Bros Bibles Beer. Yeah.com. I'll check it eventually. I think technically there's one for each of our names at brosbiblesbeer.com. Did you set one up for me? I think so. And it just goes to yours. So if you have a proclivity to, you know, hit individuals up, do it. So, but thanks for listening. Tell a friend, right, Andy? Tell a friend. That's it. If you don't do anything else this week, just tell one other friend. Hit that little share button on your podcast app. Text it to him and go... Do you want to be a better person? Yeah, better husband. Better friend. Better son. Better human. Better daughter. Do you want to be the person that God intended you to be? A better mom. Better hood mom. <laughs> better hood mom. <laughs> Good night. You're the best, okay? You know, of all the hood moms. All the hood moms. Then send you top the list. Send this podcast to your friend. Please do. And well. For Jeff, Scott, and Andy, this has been Zach. Thanks for listening to Bros. Bible's Beer. Grace, peace, cheers.